Hi, I'm Todd with the Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and before this episode begins, I just wanted to provide you with a little information on who we are and how you can stay updated on all of our content. This podcast is created to showcase craft breweries and indulge in interesting conversations. We want to help promote a variety of breweries and along the way have conversations ranging from sports to beer and beer to just about anything. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And along with us today is producer Jason. All right. Yeah. So in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing People's Pint Brewing Company in Toronto, Ontario. And we're going to try two different beers today. The first is a Mango Fett, which is a New England IPA with lactose. Nice. And the second is their newest release, the Scottish Export Ale, which we've never really had a Scottish ale before. No, we haven't. Um, so it'll be new and different. Uh, it's called the Tam O'Shanter. Well, very Scottish okay. name for sure. <laughs> yeah, very Scottish name. <laughs> and then to finish up the episode, we're, we're going to make our Super Bowl predictions and answer some would you rather questions. Looking forward to that. All right, welcome back. We are talking about People's Pint, and it is located at 90 Kawartha Ave, Unit 101 in Toronto, as previously mentioned. Um, And they opened up their location on March 16th, 2018. Nice. And before that, in January of 2015, the People's Pint Brewing Collective was born before it later grew into what it is now, the the brewery. Isn't Isn't that exciting, eh? Bit of, bit yeah. of history history there, and we'll, we'll go into it in a little bit, I, I suppose. Yeah, so People's Pint obviously is a brewery that's invested in being a community-focused brewery and a vocal advocate for social justice and equality. Wow. There we right. go. They're passing along a powerful message, along with making what seems to be some good beers as well. Yeah. And we'll be the judge of that in a, in a little bit. That's Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> we, will, for sure. we will judge that. So they are a small batch brewery. Um, which is, is kind of like, we've done a couple small batch breweries before, right? And, uh, yeah, I think they're very similar to some of the other breweries that we have, uh, done before is that they're in an industrial kind of park as well. So it is that kind of garage door opening feel very much like any other kind of Toronto brewery that we've done. Um, you know, yeah, well, space is limited, I'm sure, right? That's true. It, for sure. You got to make do. And and this one, you know, People's Pint is one of the breweries that we've done that none of us have been to before. So right. um, we would definitely want to get there once, you know, once everything's opened up and everything. But I don't think any of us have had any of the beers before this other than some some we did purchase we did ahead try. of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they do have a slogan. Um, Brett, do you know what that slogan is? Oh, I think I can read. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> good thing I'm doing this before we get into the beers, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so their slogan is beer by the people for the people. Right, and so nice. I think that kind of melts into the whole like um, uh, equality and social justice. Uh, they're very focused on that com- kind of community aspect of it. And they originally started brewing in 2015, as we mentioned, um, and then they changed into what they are now. And so they were actually really lucky because this is the community, right? This is this is what they have in uh, mm-hmm. craft breweries um, to partner with some of the other breweries 
that allow them to brew under their licenses. So there's a list of those breweries. Yes. So uh, Muddy York, uh, Reinhard, Junction, and Henderson were the main four that they uh, were kind of hosted with to mm-hmm. allow to brew under uh, their license. And it just, it seems like they kind of um, started at a small little grassroots and have become what they are. And it's nice to see that kind of progression in the last, well, now six years to go from um, brewing under other people's licenses and then slowly expanding and building and then now have their own identity, um, have their own equipment. And I believe some of their equipment did come from Muddy York. uh, Yeah, it seems like because probably because of their relationship with Muddy York that they had established once Muddy York was expanding and selling some of their fermenters and their bright tank. People's Pint was able to scoop that up, put that into their brewery and start brewing their own beer. So I think those relationships that they developed early on were probably helpful for them to get started in in actually getting the equipment. Right. Yeah. Super beneficial, I think, to establish those relationships. And um, again, I mean, I guess thanks to Muddy York, right? (laughs) Um, Obviously, they got some profit back from selling those fermenters, but uh, no, that's that's good that they uh, work together. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. They probably they probably weren't you know free. They probably were sold for a little <laughs> bit of uh, of money for sure. But uh, in terms of people's pint, they are actually open seven days a week. I'm just telling you, seven days a week. They're open all yep. every day of the week, which um, is rare from a brewery. Very rare <laughs> from a brewery, absolutely. Uh, and also, obviously, available for uh, delivery pickup. You can order online. I believe it's fifteen dollars shipping in order to um, get it literally right to your front door. Right. Which is what we're looking yeah. for right now. A stay at home order, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then their, their patio too is, is that's the Wednesday through, through Sunday. Yes. Okay. Hopefully we can get back to that this summer too, where maybe we can make a tour down and uh, visit the patio as well. Yeah. But as you were saying, Chris, like that is, I mean, you don't see a whole lot of these brews, especially like a small batch brewery that doesn't <laughs> have like a large location to be open seven days a week. And then to also then have the patio, depending on weather and, and COVID, mm-hmm. Uh, to be open Wednesday through Sunday. So like, that's a fair chunk, right? Yeah, no, it, it is good that they're accessible. And Brett, you mentioned earlier about the uh, the breweries about equality. Did you want to talk about one of those beers that supports equality that they've yes. recently? Yes. So they actually uh, just came out with a couple weeks ago, a uh, West Coast IPA, uh, and they partnered with uh, Beer Diversity and uh, Ren Navarro to kind of, again, spread that message of equality, diversity throughout uh, the brewing community within Ontario, right? So um, I always think, I always get behind breweries that do powerful messages. Uh, They also did a Black Lives uh, beer back uh, in the summertime as well. So they're all about making sure to get the powerful messages out there, right? Uh, And I know um, another beer that they've made in the past that I was hoping we could get, but obviously they just haven't brewed it currently, is the uh, Gose Cuervo. I know our producer Jason is a big fan of tequila involved, um, oh, yeah. but we did not get that one for him just to make him happy. Um, <laughs> but they, they brewed that one with uh, Reverence Barrel Works, and obviously the Gose Cuervo, the main color of their label is green, which may tie into what producer Jason has us doing next week. Hint, mm. hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice the little subtle, tease there the um, you, you like that you like yeah. that yeah. um the one thing i will also mention and i'll pass it over to somebody else to talk about it but is they actually have an animal that uh, gets to kind of maybe do let's say uh, security at the uh, at the brewery itself yeah so 
they have a a character, if you will, which, like you said, is an, an animal named Maris the cat. Um, so they adopted her through the OSPCA, uh, the the working cat program, in April of 2019. Um, if you follow them on social media, Maris is very uh, very active uh, in their posts. Uh, but basically, her job was to keep rodents out of the brewery because. You know, nothing's a pain in the ass like ant- or, uh, <laughs> mice running around, house. right? Yeah, especially when you're trying to brew beer, right? Exactly. Yeah. They'll get so, into the hops, into the barley, malts, like yeah, everything, right? Yeah, yeah. It's nice to kind of have a little bit of a mascot, right? So, if we talk maybe a bit about some of the other beers um, that they've done, so we did talk about the um, the Black Lives beer, right? And so the Black is beautiful. Um, it's their highest rated beer actually. And it was a 4.18 and it had 43 ratings. So, um, that would have been nice to kind of get our hands on that one. Yeah. Um, And that was the one where I I think the recipe was published publicly and (laughs) a bunch of breweries could, uh, could brew that beer. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same as the all together that was originally started at the beginning of COVID where the recipe was released and then the brewers could make it or not make it depending on what they chose. Right. Yeah. Right. And as uh, we kind of lead up to the release of this actual episode, you would see some of these other beers. So I've had their mains lager. I, I tried that the other night, and um, I mean, it's a it's a lager. Uh, it, was, it was a crisp crisp lager, but there isn't a, a whole lot uh, to kind of talk about with that mm-hmm. one. And you guys have each had a, a different one. Five we, we heard from. Yes. Yeah, so I obviously had the beer diversity one. It was again a West Coast IPA, but it was more like an old school West Coast, um, where it was not as malty. It was more smooth, which I generally enjoy. Uh, I rated it a 4.25, actually, on my untapped. Mm. Um, so, Chris, what beer did you have? Yeah, I had the Time Lord, which is actually also a West Coast IPA. Um, it was, I think it was like 65 IBU. Uh, it was pretty pretty strong on the hops flavor. Um, okay. But I've also got uh, their, it's called Hey You Guys, the India uh, pale porter in the mm-hmm. fridge. So I'm excited to get into that because that's not something that you, you see very often. Right. Yeah. And then producer Jason has the blonde ale in the fridge, the um, Goldie Bolt, I believe it's called. So uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be trying out some of their other ones as we go. But I think the main thing here is that we're probably going to be trying out uh, two of their beers relatively quickly here if we can yes, uh, wrap absolutely. this up. Absolutely. Chris, information? <laughs> Yeah, so we're, we're going to uh, link all their information on our social media, uh, of course, as we always do. Well, let's right. start drinking. Let's do this thing. Yeah, let's, let's start drinking. It. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, that was another episode. Okay. That so, was our last episode, yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, special guesting on this episode. Yeah, can't, can't afford him. Too rich for our blood. Um, wanted to give a big shout out to Doug and Peter at People's Plan for supplying us with a code, actually. So this was interesting, a different experience that we had. Yeah. Uh, it gave us kind of our own little code that we could put in and order our beers. Felt very uh, special about that. Yeah, exclusivity. That was great. It was nice yeah. to nice we enjoyed that. Yeah, so uh, the first beer that we're looking at is called Mango Fett, as was previously told uh, by Brett. It is a New England IPA with lactose. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It's uh, 6% ABV and 19 IBU. So I'm thinking this is going to go down relatively smooth. I'm hoping this so. Is, I'm, I'm, I need a beer. So This is going to be smooth. So this one comes in a 500 milliliter bottle. 
Um, and despite the name mango fat, there's actually no fruit in this beer. So they say all the mango flavor comes from the hops. So interesting. interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Now, the one thing about this beer is that it's made with oats, uh, lactose, sugar, and citra, and Michigan copper hops, which we normally don't uh, don't see. Uh, the flavor and the aroma from the, of mangoes and the other tropical fruits is, again, supposed to be entirely hop-driven. So hopefully mm. I get all the hop flavor in this beer. And That's what I'm hoping for. And hopefully it's mango. Right? <laughs> if it's not, there's an issue. Okay. So um, on, on tapped, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Uh, for the overall rating of this mango fet, it is a 3.72 bottle caps out of five, and it has a total of 1,043 check-ins the last time we looked it up. Um, you guys ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. Do it. All right. All right. Let's open her up. Ooh. Anybody want to mention the sound of that or no? Just uh, No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Just making sure. So just let everyone know as we're pouring that, again, this is a New England IPA. So we are drinking out of an IPA glass. So as you learned in our second producer special, make sure you drink out of the proper glassware. Oh, I'm trying to watch that uh, that head on it as I pour it. Cause we it's talked- a very, very nice head so far. And it's very actually clear for New England. It is. And it's kind of um, coppery, kind of mm. copper in color. Oh, Michigan um, copper hops, right? Oh, there you go. There you See? go. See how I tied that in together? They tie it in. Very smart. It does seem like in their um, I wouldn't uh, go that brew, far. previous brews <laughs> that they use a lot of Michigan-inspired things. Yes. I just know I, going back through their untapped and whatnot and seeing kind of the mixtures of the hops and malts and everything else like that that they put in their beers, they must have a real you know love of Michigan. Yeah, and the, I, I mentioned that I had the Time Lord um, er, er, earlier before the episode, um, and that one is their kind of ode to uh, Bell's Two Hearted uh, IPA, which is and Bell's is a brewery in Michigan. Yeah, so I've actually had the Bell's Two Hearted IPA actually. Oh, have you? Yeah, I had it when I was in. Uh, I had it at the um, saw the Raptors in Detroit before COVID. Oh, nice. And, uh, Bell's they had a couple of Bell's uh, beers on tap there, and that was one of them. That I had. I actually have a, a hat and a glass because I was one of the first 30 fans in there. It was great. Wow. So in Detroit, they have craft beer on top. And in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena or whatever it's called now, we've okay. got Budweiser and Canadian. For $17. Yeah. <laughs> back to this beer. Yeah, let's go back uh, to this one. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of talked about the color. I was taking my time pouring it. And uh, the, the I was taking a picture of it naturally as one would. Um, photographs well. Which you will good. see. You'll see you that. Will, you will see that. The smell. Let's get into the smell here. Ooh, on the nose, I'm, yeah. I am getting I am getting the mango. I am getting yeah, the, me too. I am definitely getting mango out of this for sure. I'm just waiting to see if uh, old producer uh, Jason's got anything that he wants to comment on in this section as well. I thought um, he went to bed. <laughs> put, the, put the Afghan on and he went to, went to sleep. I thought he was like really, really past his bedtime. Yeah, no. he, is t- he is tired, so. It's true. Anyhow. You know what? It, it, it happens to the best of us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> just just breaking news here. It seems that uh, old Jason uh, may have made a fatal error here and lost the bottle opener. So not only do you want to drink this out of the proper glassware, you want to make sure that you have a bottle uh, opener on, uh, on hand here. So he's going to be doing the old uh, Chicago Bears scramble. And yeah. uh, <laughs> see what we can get out of that. 
just so like smells, the Bears, it was an epic failure. So, so <laughs> smells good, looks good. Yeah, it, it smells really good. Um, smells like a New England. I mean, no but real, does it no real taste good? Well, yeah. I, I think we should find out. I, I definitely really want to get into this. Yeah, All right, I, let's, I'm let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Oh, yeah, definitely getting that mm. mango flavor for sure. Even surprisingly, with it being no fruit, the mango flavor with the lactose mixed in actually makes for a very nice combo here. Yeah, yeah. and and I can get uh, I'm getting the um, the lactose as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It kind of just this smooths is, everything out. Yeah, this is a really smooth beer. Actually, it's, yeah. it's really nice. I was just okay. gonna. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Appreciate you that. run the show here. Go yeah, ahead. I do run the show. Don't forget that. Um, so the thing with this this beer is reading through some of the comments, there was a lot of uh, not as mango flavor, not as mango flavoring. We've talked about the the mango flavor in the past where it's hit or miss. And yeah. because there is no puree, because there's no concentrate, whatever it might be, um, this is it's it's it is pretty mango forward. Yeah, and like mango in general is a fruit that doesn't have a ton of flavor. Like it doesn't really hit you with flavor, so it's more subtle in general. So I, I think they've done a good job considering that there is no actual mango fruit in this beer of bringing out that mango flavor. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see, like maybe if they made a one-off of actually putting some puree in here just to see what that would bring to the table. I don't think I want them to do that, but still it's just a very smooth beer. I didn't think it would be as smooth as it actually is. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she is smooth for sure. I can get more yeah. of the lactose on the back end though. Yes, more on, so on the, the front back, end. Yeah, yeah. But like it, it has a good mouthfeel to it, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Like and, it's, it's it's like it's, creamy it's, from the lactose, but not overly creamy. But like you no. can definitely you can definitely tell throughout the the sip. It it is nice. It's just it's it's I don't know. It's it's refreshing. I like it. Yes, I would like this on a nice uh, hot summer day, maybe on a patio with people's playing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, and and I mean, producer Jason must have found his uh, uh, bottle opener here because he's now coming in. <laughs> he's he opened her up. Open. Yeah. He opened her up. Finally opened her up. I hope uh, I hope he's along with us on the ride now. Um, again, not getting a lot of the mango is is one of his uh, his beefs, if you will. Uh, definitely <laughs> tropical and juicy, smooth with the lactose on the back end. But yeah, so that's that's Jason. So, so I think we're pretty we're pretty even in terms of what we are uh, thinking here about the beer itself. There's no one person saying, oh, this beer is, you know, not what I expected at all. This beer sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into the top yeah, five flavor that. profiles, that's, I know, I know you're not saying that going into the top five flavor profiles, we have mango, creamy, tropical, juicy, fruity. And I think they hit on all five here. We've had some beers that don't, but this one hits all five in my opinion. Yeah, so, this is one of the rare ones where there's no like random uh, untapped flavor profile thrown in. I there. swear to God, if somebody right. put malty in here, for God's <laughs> sakes. Okay, yeah, but but hear me out on this one, right? It, again, then this is the one kind of negative thing about untapped sometimes is yes, the fifth one usually is like a tossing. But when you put in mango, tropical, and fruity, I mean, if those <laughs> and are th- juicy. <laughs> and juicy, yeah, those are three, four of your five. It's they're pretty all much very, all the same thing. They're all very similar. Absolutely. Um, 
I think I think uh, with this is I do get that mango flavor. Uh, producer Jason doesn't really get it as much, and um, maybe creamy could be the number one. But uh, but here again, untapped users believe believe mango is is the number one, right? So, yeah, and it's and it's interesting. Maybe even tropical as number one, but it's interesting that. The mango, like you mentioned in the comments, people are saying more mango, more mango, but still it comes out as the number one flavor profile. So uh, obviously a lot of people are getting it. But I feel like maybe some people are misled by the title of the beer being mango, expecting it to hit hard on the mango. So they're still happy that there's mango flavor. They're just wanting more of it. And that might be the... That might be the thing too, is getting this beer um, and buying it and then not reading the description of it, whether it's on untapped or if it's on the website or somebody who is familiar with uh, this people's pint brew and is actually pouring it and can give you that information. People might be thinking, as you say, Brett, like it is just, it should be more mango. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so why don't why don't we uh, find out what some of the other uh, untapped users are saying about this beer? Yeah. So the first one that we have on uh, on tap is uh, <laughs> Ron F. So Ron Team Frazier is the handle. On August 30th said, hazy straw color, tropical aroma, fruity, juicy, effervescent. Ooh, effervescent. Mm. Taste up front, followed by mouth-watering, light bitterness. Very nice. Um, so just a little bit about our, our friend Ron. Ron has an average of 4.06, which is a considerably high average. That's for high. He's a high rater. On yeah. 582 check-ins. And you know what? I One thing I think we can appreciate, I don't really do this so much on mine. Uh, Brett, you do it a little bit more. But uh, Ron provides a very similar written description for all their all, all of their beers. So um, you check out Ron Team Frazier, and you'll see all the beers he has. It uh, is written the same sort of way, and um, they give it a 4.25 out of 5. Yeah, and I know for my personal untapped, I like to give a little bit of hint in terms of what uh, what it is, right? Maybe sometimes with a funny quote like the next one that we're going to have here from Matt O, uh, and his username is Matt8 underscore Osborne, and he commented on May 8th, uh, drank in anticipation of May the 4th, of course, wondering if this was a late check-in. Do you think yeah. it was a late check-in? Or yeah. can you just anticipate something in the fourth when it was already passed? <laughs> yeah, maybe he's thinking about May the fourth the next year. That's and, that's what we, I'm wondering, right? Like <laughs> as I was going through, I was like, commented on May the eighth, drank this in anticipation of May the fourth, of course. So maybe uh, he, you think he would have drank it on May fifth for like Cinco de Mayo? Well, right? no, that because that would no because May the fourth, Mango Fett. Right? It's the the, Star Wars Day. Yeah. May the Fourth be with you. Yeah. I am not a Star Wars fan, so that makes sense. Nope. Now. I'm getting it. Yes, uh, yes. but so in relevant did. terms, in relevant terms, he did give the beer a 3.75 out of five. Yeah. All right. Well, I was just maybe anticipation wasn't the word uh, Matt was looking for, or he's about a year in advance here. So yeah, you know, we'll, look for, we'll look forward to May the Fourth, and we'll have a Mango Fett. Maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to check Matt's. Uh, Matt's untapped on May the 4th. Well, that's when we'll post it. We'll post it on May 4th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right, well, I think I'll start our rating. So I'm coming in at a 4.0. All right, yeah, I'm I'm going to copy you on that one. I'm going with a 4.0 as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be weird. I'm going to go a little higher. Uh, I'm actually going to give this a 4.25. All right. And um, you'll see a producer, Jason, he's just letting me know telepathically. But his rating is a 3.75. Nice. Um, Chris, so what, what does that add up to? 
Well, it, that this one's actually pretty easy for us to do. It's a four overall. All right. So let's uh, get prepared for our second beer from People's Pint right up next. And I guess we're back now. So uh, the second beer we're having today from People's Pint is a Scottish. Hey, Scottish. Ale. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I couldn't remember. Uh, and it is actually the Scottish export ale is called the Tam O'Shanter. So that's a Scottish right. name for sure. Works it has for- an ABV of 5.1% and 22 IBU. All right. So, uh, yeah, some of the aromas here are of toast. So if you smell this and you smell toast, you're not having, you're not having a stroke. You <laughs> might just not be, be having, toast. You might just be having the old Tam O'Shanter. Um, caramel and tree nuts. These nuts? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the aromas. So we'll, we'll look forward to those when we uh, crack her open here. Yeah, so uh, this beer claims to be light and refreshing with a mouthfeel that is substantial enough to remind you that it's still winter. And yes, it is definitely still winter. It is cold Mm -hmm. outside. Um, Very cold. And it is a fine drink for honest men and bonnie lasses. So I guess that's a Scottish term. (laughs) (laughs) so. So this beer was just recently released. Like literally maybe two weeks ago. So due to the low check-ins and average rating on Untapped, we can't calculate it. But uh, we or it hasn't calculated it. But we've done our own. It's three point seven five and seven check-ins. So we're going to be like half the check-ins once we post this. It was a lot easy because I think every single check-in was three seven five. It was good easy math. (laughs) That's a that's a good good one for producer Jason to calculate. Absolutely. All right. Let's. Let's grab our beer. Let's grab our glass and let's open her up. And uh, Chris, what uh, what uh, glassware should we be drinking this out of? Yeah, so the uh, Scottish ale should be actually drunk out of the thistle glass, which you don't see much of. We did kind of touch on it on uh, in the producer special number two. But interesting fact about the thistle glass, so the reason you want to drink your Scottish ales out of the thistle glass is because the thistle is the official flower of Scotland and the glass is kind of shaped like the thistle flower. So it's pretty interesting. Um, and make sure obviously you're using your proper glassware when you're drinking your beers. Okay. So in terms of this one, obviously it's got more of a a darker color as we expected to have out of a Scottish ale. I was not expecting this to be light at all. Um, in terms of the, scent or the smell if you will of the beer i'm definitely getting the caramel uh not much into like kind of more so caramel and malt uh it does yeah. have decent head retention though uh, Very which good i like to retention. see obviously um it smells yeah. like a brown ale yes um like are you getting ale. are you getting any toast are you smelling toast out of this i'm not smelling toast Maybe we'll taste the toast, but I, I agree with you. Definitely caramel, kind of like almost like a sweet aroma, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, do, do do you have thoughts on this beer? Yeah, so I just finished it, uh, the pouring of it again with that uh, head retention, and I am drinking this out of that thistle glass. You, you got a thistle glass? Yeah, buddy. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on now. 
Oh. Come on now, crap your costumes. I'm kidding. I also have a thistle ga- glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've probably got thistle gas. You should get that looked at. Uh, yeah, so the, the smell of it, I am getting the same sort of the, the caramel out of it. Um, yeah, so I, I don't really know what the, the tree nuts portion of that. Um, I think Jason, our producer, is saying that he enjoys tree nuts a lot. And um, is getting a decent sniff out of the nuts. Yeah. Of his so, own or the tree nuts itself? He, he's not clear. Yeah, unclear at this point. We'll see what he has to say. Okay. All right. But yeah, are, are you guys getting kind of like a, a ruddy hue to it? Or is that just my, my light? It does look room? a little red if I hold it more into the light. It does Almost look like, more like a red. Burgundy. Burgundy. Yeah, Ron, Ron, Ron Burgundy. Burgundy? Ron Burgundy, yeah. Another one coming back, rearing its ugly head. The, the old <laughs> Will Ferrell. Um, all right, let's uh, let's, let's start. Let's sip it. Let's yeah, let's in get here, into right? it. Okay, interesting. So, I was preparing myself because I've never really had a Scottish ale before. I was preparing myself for this to be terrible, <laughs> and. And it actually is not. It's actually pretty good. And that's no word of a lie. I'm not just doing this. Like, it's actually pretty tasty. So, um, the temperature that we're drinking this out of, I've, yes. I pulled this out probably a good 25, 30 minutes ago um, to kind of let it warm up a little bit. Mm. They do Me say too. that, um, and I got this from a reliable source. No one's Google. 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 Uh, Google. No. <laughs> no. He's not a reliable source at all. Uh, <laughs> in terms of it should be drank between eleven and fourteen degrees Celsius. Okay. Okay. I think and I'm yeah, probably right. about there. Yeah. I we're think not, I'm about there too. We're not getting a whole lot of Jason input here. I think the uh, Raptors game might be on here and he might be getting lost in the third quarter. <laughs> no, no, I think he's thinking about the Leafs in terms of when they potentially don't make the playoffs. So I, I was thinking about this one, Brett, and I know you love to talk about your food pairings and yeah. you know the, the label for people's pint doesn't give food pairings, but I have one for you. A nice plate of haggis. Oh, uh, the old haggis. Um, can I do bangers and mash or is that more of an English thing? <laughs> That's an English thing. You got to stick to I have no other food pairing for this then. At least you got- <laughs> At least you got across the pond with it. I'm, I'm proud that you even yeah. knew that. Um, yeah. So, so producer Jason has kind of woken up from his uh, slumber uh, with the Afghans and uh, believes that this is kind of like a, a brown ale and malty. So we've kind of touched base on that. Um, I'm going to get into the five uh, flavor profiles here. Yeah. Um, while I kind of look at that, Brett, do you want to talk about the bottle a little bit? Yes, for sure. So all pretty much all of people's pints, um, bottles and cans, because they do have some uh, some upcoming cans, pretty much do have the same logo. Um, so it's a nice little star with a, a, a like a raising of the glass, if you will. Um, it's actually a pretty sweet logo. And again, you'll find that on our social media as well. Um, yeah, and yeah. pretty much just obviously telling about all the social medias and everything else that they have. Um I personally think that this is actually your taste a lot better out of the bottle. I'd be interested to see if this was canned. Might have been a little, maybe a little bit on the lower end of my rating that I'll give a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm actually enjoying, I'm getting the caramel taste a little bit. To producer Jason's point, pretty much uh, a brown ale. Maybe yeah. even a mixture between a brown and a red. So 
when I uh, when I went to the fine University of Windsor, there I, I took a class, um, and that course was on Latin America. And so, the more and more I look at this uh, logo design for People's Pint, I'm getting a very Latin American kind of revolution vibe to it. Um, so, I'm just wondering if that's kind of where they get it. And it, again, it kind of ties in with um, by the people for the people. It's a very kind of revolution. Um, um, kind of vibe that I'm getting with it. So I don't know if there's any kind of connection with that because we never got the information on No, no. It almost like it's just doing like a nice little cheers to the people. Right. Right. But it's with a the beer, star in the back. It's a beer revolution. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking is there's kind of that tie in with it. So that's how I interpret it. But back to the old five uh, flavor profiles to see if Untapped Community can uh, take a swing and a belt through this one. Uh, number one, malty. Number Correct. two, bi- thank you. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> biscuity. Okay, we got nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah three. To- if you're gonna do it, do it all. Three toffee. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, four smooth. It did. It does drink smoother than I thought it would, so I will agree with that one as well. Yeah. And five. Uh, when Brett gets upset that everybody's enjoying their beers, bitter. Yeah, I can be a little bit bitter. Uh, this beer is a little. <laughs> I, beer- I don't find this one that really bitter. Myself. No, I don't. No, I, don't I don't think so either. either. Yeah. No, I thought it would be more and maybe just because it is a low lower on the ibu scale um mm-hmm. in terms of biscuity and whatnot i don't want to get the toast flavor but um anyway all right let's tyler, get to tyler uh, i just want to mention here yeah, i want you to get all the thoughts from the untapped users because again, yeah, we no, only have seven check-ins so funny that you're saying that to me because i say that to you ready really? so there's not a whole lot here um, and Brett, you're going to lead us off. You got the glass to your mouth, so we're going to wait for you to finish that sip. I do. Uh, lead us off with one here. Uh, so the first um, comment, and actually the only comment that is on the uh, beer, is from Petro C, who could be also known as Frig- Frigante, on January 14th said, Scotchtoberfest is a lie. Does anybody know where that comes from? I do. That you can be- go ahead and answer. That would be the Simpsons. Yes. Simpsons, yes. Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> so put a little reference in that. I'm glad you got it. Um, he's actually a part one half of the 401 Brew Crew, and he failed to rate it. I wonder if maybe he's not able to rate it because he might have had a hand in brewing the beer itself. A little thanks to Peter that we did earlier yeah. on might be mm-hmm. a little O2. A little conflict of interest, right? A little, a little bit, yeah. Interest. But that's nice to see, though. If, if that's the case, didn't rate it and didn't give it a 5 out of 5 just because to inflate the rating. It'd so. be interesting if he gave his own beer less than a 5, right? We respect that. Right? Chris, yeah. hit us with the next one. Well, so there is no next one. <laughs> there, are, there are no other comments at this time. So we're just going to shout out a couple of other users um, from the, the list of, like we mentioned, seven. So uh, Heather, user handle is Hop Girl Heather and Brad G, username Brad Gibbon. Uh, they both gave it a 3.75 out of five. Nice. All right. So then rolling into ours, we know that the overall for this beer is a 3.75. And I don't want to kick the trend. I'm going to come in with a 3.75 myself. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be just like everybody else. I'm also going to give it a 3.75. Well, I'm going to go lower than you guys. I'm going to go 3.25. Uh, and producer Jason 
gives it a 2.75. So he's All he's right. much lower than us. And here comes the calculator. Dun, 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 drum roll, please. Well, should combine together. That gives us an overall score of 3.375. Uh, so I think we're going to bump that up to 3.5. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that's All for right, sure. So our overall score is a 3.5. And that obviously will can um, end. I'll spit it out. This beer is getting to me. I like it so much. No, okay. <laughs> That's all for a conversation on, on people's. Stick around because we're going to make our Super Bowl predictions and we're going to have a fun segment of Would You Rather. All right. We are back for our theme conversation. We're talking about people's pint and how they're for the people and how we are as well. Yes, we are. Damn right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to touch base on our Super Bowl predictions because that's going to be happening this weekend and everybody cares what we think, I'm sure. Just uh, like <laughs> football, like beer, right? I care there, about the weekend. There you go. I'll drink to that. <laughs> and then we're going to move into a fun Would You Rather segment. And we're going to also post these questions every day from the release of the episode to the release of the producer's special, which will be next week on our Instagram. So that way you can play along and we want to know what your answers to the, these questions are going to be. So... Um, yeah, so let's get into the Super Bowl picks uh, with starting with uh, producer okay. Jason. Yeah, producer Jason says that it's tough to pick against Tampa Tom, but Mahomes is the best NFL player with weapons like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. So he's going Chiefs 37, Bucks 28. Um, and, you know, it's kind of funny how the Bucks all of a sudden have fans this year. Uh, because they're actually good. <laughs> so so true. They brought the personnel in, right? That's that's what yeah. fills the seats. Absolutely. In Tampa. In Tampa, <laughs> yeah. for, in Tampa for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so so I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll go ahead and give my pick yeah, now. Yeah, get after it. Um, so I'm going to have two picks. Uh, the first pick, which I'm pretty sure is about a 99.9% chance of happening, is that Janet Jackson is not going to show her boob this year. <laughs> Just saying that. The second prediction I have. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. The second prediction I have, and I know it's funny because uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the first real home team to be in the Super Bowl, I think, since the beginning of the Super Bowl. Um, And they're only going to get, what, 22,000 fans? What's your pants? Let's go. I'm getting there. They're going to bring in some healthcare workers. Anyway, besides the point, uh, Mahomes, again, as, as producer Jason said, um, it's tough to go against him. I'm going to say What is Chiefs, your pick? Chiefs 34, Tampa Buc- Buccaneers 20. All right, Chris, go. What All is right. your pick, Chris? Tell me, so what is your pick? It, it's also tough for me to go against Brady because I am a Patriots fan. I think we all are Patriots fans. Yes. Um, I went against we, him, though. As we, It's true. And as we know, Brady is a, a lifelong Patriot. So yeah, what's your pick? 42-28 for the Chiefs. That's All right, I I'm gonna go with 31, 21 bucks. That's how you make a pick. You get right in. You get you right went out. With the bucks, 31, 21 bucks. We're going against the Fuck green off. here. You went with the bucks. We're going with the bucks. Here we go. We're gonna get into some fun. Would you rather? Here, this uh, is what the segment's we'll actually about. We wanted just to touch base on the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be a small portion of this, and people wanted to uh, flap the old guns. All right, get a to bit. the would you rather. All right, here we go. <laughs> get her going here. All right. <laughs> I love this. No, these haven't been predetermined. I hope this is a surprise these, to all of us. I hope we're the doing it live. We're doing it live. 
writing these down so that way they've got them to post on the Instagram. If not, he's going to have to go back and listen to the episode a couple times. <laughs> Would you rather be born with the head of a horse or the feet of a duck? Brett, go. Head of a horse. Okay. Chris, what do you got? <laughs> uh, feet of the duck. All right. And uh, producer Jason's coming in with a head of a horse. I'm going to go with feet of a duck. I feel like you could, you could quack, quack, quack all your way home. Oh, well, we're split on that one. Yeah, that's, that's two the, and two. That's good right. math right there. Give me the next all one. Right. Come on, fire let, it up here. Let's go. Let, okay. All right. Would you rather kiss a poison snake or a crocodile? Crocodile. That was a rapid fire. I'm going poisonous snake because there's no guarantee it'll actually bite you to poison you. Okay. Uh, The producer's coming with the old crocodilia. Um, I'm thinking... I'm thinking crocodile. There's nothing saying I can't, you know, jump on the back of that crocodile and hold its meltdown and uh, get in there for a little smoochy smooch. Oh, they would really <laughs> like to smoochy smooch you for sure. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, keep going. Rapid fire. Let's go. Come on. Well, this isn't. No, we said rapid fire. Well, you were telling us to get through our Super Bowl picks and that you're taking well, that's your sweet that ass was, time you're here. just taking your sweet ass time on that. I just literally you, just said sweet ass time. Yeah. Would, the same okay. Thing from all right. All right. Here we go. Would you, would you rather wake up with a hangover every morning or go to sleep with a headache every night? Well, that's pretty much two in the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's those three M feeding the baby uh, beers that get you on both yeah. ends, right? So pretty much, I wake up with a hangover because of my headache before I go to bed. Yeah. So all I'll right. say wake up with a hangover. Uh, all I'll, right. I'll say wake up with a hangover also because it'll go away eventually throughout the day. All right. Uh, producer Jason says wake up with a hangover means our podcast is really taken off. A wink face. I don't know if oh, he's coming he, on to me, he, but I kind of like He's celebrating. I'm, I'm going to go with the hangover as well. I've never had one before, so it'd be nice that, just to explain. That is absolute bull crap. No, it's not. I've never had one. I'd love to experience one just so I can okay. be like you. So for everybody who follows the podcast, our goal before like our goal very, very soon is making sure that Tyler is hung over. That's Let's what we're do gonna it. do. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather get special discounts at your favorite restaurant or special discounts at your favorite store? Ooh. Ooh. Can my favorite store be a brewery? Yeah. Or, no, or is your no, favorite it, restaurant a brewery? I, I would Ooh. say restaurant would be a brewery. And Fife, we don't have to answer. We know it's going to be a restaurant for you. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say you took the answer right out of my mouth. Yeah, well, <laughs> just like the fork. Okay, uh, Chris, what do you got? I, I, I would say restaurant. All right. And we got producer Jason here. Store. Restaurants, not as expensive electronics clothes. You know what? I, I'm going with uh, the producer on this one. I'm going to go with store as well because Amazon's a store. Uh, let me just buy what I need. Jeff Bezos, you're welcome. Yeah. It's not like he's making any money right now, right? This one, this one's a bit tough. This one's a bit tough here. and I, It'd be interesting to see where we go with this. Would you rather kiss a, a random stranger on the mouth or use a family member's toothbrush? Kiss a stranger on the mouth for sure. <laughs> can we can we can we say the family who, my wife who the family my member is yeah, I was gonna say if the family member is my wife or my daughter then i'll take that but if anybody else totally that stranger. is your fa- that is your family though is your wife or your daughter but you said stranger you're out you're done oh, chris what do you got 
I'm screwed now. If if we can pick our family member, I'm going to go with family member. I, I will point out that none of these are appropriate for the COVID times that we live in. Um, but I'm going with family member. All right. Producer Jason says stranger, both not COVID appropriate. Um, pick a sexy lady. Yeah, it's true. I'm not picking a fuck. Uh, wow, I'm almost swore again. I'm not, I'm not picking a homeless person in the streets of Toronto. I'm gonna wow. bide my time. Pick okay. a ten out of ten. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna. Pick she's the, not gonna. She's not gonna like it. I'm gonna pick the random. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the random stranger as well, as long as there's consent. That's who I'm going with. Make her sign an agreement first. All right, here's a, here's a good one too. Would you rather have no eyebrows or a unibrow that you can't fix? <laughs> ooh, ooh. I'd probably go unibrow that you can't fix. I would go unibrow also. Um, and I, I think I'm thinking along the same lines as uh, producer Jason. Because uh, Davis with the Lakers, like Anthony Davis, the, yeah. The, yeah, Anthony Davis, the unibrow, like it, you can be become famous for it yeah uh producer says no eyebrows uh but here here's the thing is i see where you're going with it i just disagree with it okay it's just that simple um i i'm going to go with uh no eyebrows i can draw those puppies on but if i have a unibrow i'm walking around with that son of a gun people are be like this guy is unkept yeah but you can tell that you have drawn on eyebrows could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine? They're going to ask questions about that. They're going to be like, "Oh, maybe he's got something." You know? No, no. Could you imagine if our producer, with the profession that he has, just walks in with a unibrow that they can't fix? <laughs> 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 he's going to lose people so fast. Oh yeah. All right. Let's 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 do one here. We'll wrap it up on this one. Uh, would you rather have your phone hacked or your house robbed? Uh, phone hacked. And, and, and why? And why? Because my phone is only worth a couple hundred bucks, but my house is worth way more. Okay, a couple I, thousand. I, right. I would like to have my phone hacked instead of my house robbed because there is nothing on my phone that I really don't care if it gets out. So That's what you say now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the pictures you sent me. Uh, <laughs> but I delete them. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you don't, you also don't want my phone to get hacked, then do I guess? No, uh, no, no. Producer says no. Phone, ha- phone hacked. Agreed with Fife. Wow. It's very hard to see Jason and Fife agree. That's uh, the first time it's ever happened. Way more monetary value in the home. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I believe Jason is a new homeowner. So uh, he's really holding that. Maybe it's just a, a shiny new thing. So he doesn't want it to get robbed. Into <laughs> I heard it's cold over there. If anybody did rob them, it'd be the easiest robbery because everything's still in boxes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, everything's packed up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy, straight to the trailer for the points. Um, I'm going to go with having my house robbed. Um, I don't have a house, so rob it. <laughs> but even my apartment, there's not a whole lot you can take. Uh, so I have at it. I got more secrets on my phone than, I don't know, we'll say uh, Hillary Clinton had emails. Uh, so <laughs> let's are you, wrap are you making a Monica Lewinsky joke? No, I was making a Hillary Clinton joke. It was oh. four, years, four years later. Actually, it was eight years Later. So I was saying Bill Clinton. That's 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 on my bad. That's my yeah. Bad. No, politics ain't your strength. That's okay. No, it's not. You're right. 
All right. So that's going to conclude our thematic conversation. And we'll be right back to wrap it up. And that is all we've got today for today's episode. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays, a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite feline, meow. (laughs) (laughs) So from all of us and producer Jason, I'm Chris. I'm Rhett. And I'm Tyler. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.